Hello and welcome to Best Daily Podcast. How Finances Influence Parenting and Kids Money makes the world go round, and how much we have of it greatly influences our parenting and our parenting decisions. Money makes the world go round, and how much we have of it greatly influences our parenting and our parenting decisions. Rich moms and poor moms are equal in that we love our kids and want the best for them, but their motherhood experience is vastly different. The more money we have, the easier life usually is. Money can't and won't buy happiness, but it sure does help. The mom who works two jobs pinching pennies and struggles to afford new coats isn't as happy as the mom planning her family's second vacation of the year. When a person has a job or finances that allows them to pay their rent slash mortgage, household bills, groceries, debt, child needs, and still have money left over, that's a blessing. Adding kids to the mix of our finances is startling no matter how much we were prepared for them financially. Children and their needs can also often be unpredictable. No one set out one day to start their family expecting their child to have health issues requiring medical treatments whose cost really adds up. Or maybe you had twins and now have two kids to care for. Things also come up suddenly. No one can predict a global pandemic that would take jobs and livelihoods around the world. The last two years have been a whirlwind and families with children have been the ones to suffer the most. There has always been a vast difference between our financial classes, but this pandemic exposed the very real privilege experienced by those who kept their jobs, had the ability to work from home, and still pay their bills. There were families who were simply able to afford childcare as schools closed to continue working to pay their living expenses. Then there were those who had to leave the workforce in general because they had no one to watch or school their kids. Or maybe a parent was laid off in an industry that took a huge hit during the pandemic. Everything affects our parenting, but money may be the thing that affects it the most that is the most out of our control. Sure, it sounds easy to head out and find a good-paying job, but it's not. We're aware of the life differences between those barely getting by financially and those who are making $100,000 or more a year. Poverty is a cycle. If you were born low-income, moving classes is nearly impossible. Poverty runs through families for generations. If putting an end to being poor was easy, that would have happened by now. The Basics Moms with money don't struggle to feed, clothe or house their children due to finances. Poor moms do. Families and women who don't earn a lot of money live a life of constant worry about money. They have to pick and choose what bills to pay or what items to buy or fix what needs to be fixed. There isn't enough for it all. Having the comfortability to get what you need when you need it takes away a level of stress from homes. Diet and Nutrition, Yahoo News explored the link between money and nutrition. With the research done by sociologist Priya Fielding Singh, She determined that both rich moms and poor moms know what should be included in a healthy diet for their children. It's known fast food isn't super healthy. But only rich moms can afford the fresh fruit, vegetables, lean meats, and poultry recommended. Fielding Singh was shocked by her own research. She spent months speaking with 75 families from an assortment of economic backgrounds getting in-depth knowledge of how they feed their kids and what they would prefer to feed their children. Speaking with Today, Fielding Singh confirmed that most mothers are aware of what goes into a healthy diet for their kids. She said, 
No mother told me that she thought soda and fast food were healthy choices for her children, and almost every mother agreed that fruits and vegetables were the kinds of foods that should be at the center of their children's dietary intake. However, Fielding Singh observed that wealthy moms are proud to say no to junk food and fast food for their kids. Poorer moms are more apt to say yes because these little treats may be the only happiness they can give their kids as opposed to other richer moms providing more toys, vacations, or more in general. When discussing organic foods and supermarket chain Whole Foods, Fielding Singh expressed that wealthier moms do prefer organic and have the money to spend on food their children may not eat, like certain vegetables. Poorer moms were more apt to buy kid-friendly food because they can't afford to waste anything. Education Education has long been vastly different from an economic standpoint, but it's one seen in our society as an equalizer. It seems we think that every child in the U.S. public school system has the same ability to work hard, get good grades, and then be rewarded with a spot in a good college which leads to a good-paying job ending their cycle of poverty or low-income living. But not so fast. School districts across the U.S. aren't funded equally. Districts in richer communities spend more money per student as opposed to districts in low-income areas. The Heckinger Report dove deep into the last 10 years of education funding at the federal level and the differences of money allocated based on the area. Funding inequalities in school districts set kids up for these differences. It's pointed out it isn't the lower class versus the middle class with these educational inequalities. It's the ultra-rich surpassing everyone else. The top 1% of school districts in the U.S. fund their schools heavily, and the success is seen in their students. Nassau County on Long Island in New York City has the highest concentration of students who attend the best-funded public school in the country. Apparently, 17% of the top students in the U.S. came from well-funded public schools in Nassau County. The school funding gap between a top 1% district mostly white suburbs, and an average spending school district at the 50th percentile widened by 32% between 2000 and 2015, the study calculated. Clothing, if you're a mom, you know how quickly children grow. Every year they need new shoes and jackets. If they play sports, they need equipment for this. Poor moms scour thrift stores and depend on the kindness of friends and cheap sales in online MM groups. It's a time-taker. To find these deals. Rich moms just go out and buy what they need, and their kids are dressed well in clothing that is the correct size and good for the season. Activities, extracurriculars, and leisure, you have kids that have been on tons of vacations, those who have been on a few, and then the kids who have never even left their state. Poor moms have to say no to most vacation requests, but camping. They don't even have the money to go out to eat. They usually cook at home or buy cheap fast food or order a pizza. Rich moms are able to give their children the gift of experiences. Sports, dance, etc. All cost money. There are no pursuing sports to a high level without some sort of funding. Money doesn't make us different. Poor moms say no when they don't want to. Rich moms are proud to say no to their children, so they don't get spoiled. However, much money we earn in a year will determine how we parent our kids, how much we can give them, and how often we say no. Besides what life we're able to give our children, moms are the same at their core regardless of class. 
The mommy wars have long existed but time has seen the pandemic as a mommy equalizer. Moms across all classes struggled mentally and emotionally during the pandemic. The mental load of parenting fell to moms as it always does, but this time it was different. No one was left unscathed. Working motherhood became normalized in the 1990s, and it was suddenly stay-at-home moms being criticized for not reaching their full potential. The arguments remained over the last 30 years, but things are different now. Motherhood is hard and unrelenting with no breaths or help. The pandemic forced moms of all classes to sacrifice their jobs, themselves, and their mental health for their families. Rich or poor, all good moms do all they can for their kids. Thanks for listening Best Daily Podcast.